Listener Production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Whew, close call last night, Matt. What? Close call. Um, what happened? Getting in the shower. Took everything off, as usual, when yeah. I get in the shower. Um, except when I put the head under the um, the water, I'll go, oh, no, quickly chuck the AirPods out of my ears and into oh, the dry. I'm like, no. Nee. Got them out there and they're working just in time. The nick of time. What were you listening to? You were so engrossed that you couldn't take them out. Um, probably All Day Breakfast by Matt and Alex. Uh, um, that's good. <laughs> I split the internet with a question uh, on Twitter recently, and I'll tell you what, Daiso, Mm. I mean, uh, we're going to talk about it towards the end of the podcast, but stick with us because, uh, look, Something amazing happens. Surprise at the end. Like, I'm going to ruin the surprise. I'm not going to ruin the surprise, but I'm going to tell you that we recorded the segment before we recorded this intro, okay? So when you hear when it happens, Mm. it happened in real time, and I'm telling you what, I'm still buzzing from it. Yes, wait until the end of the episode where Matt Nellick reaches boiling point, but it's a whole heap of fun. Hopefully you can hang out with us. Shall we get started, Matt? Let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matthew, did you get involved in the jubilations over the weekend? Bro, I am literally trying to read an article right now about what it even was. <laughs> so, I mean, I knew that there was something that the Queen did, like, because everywhere I looked on online, there's like, I saw Alicia Keys singing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw... There was a skit with the Queen and Paddington Bear that yep. people on Twitter were like, bro, if you haven't seen this, it's better than the James Bond skit that she did 10 years ago, you know? So I was like, oh, okay. So I was watching all that stuff and, um, yeah, but I didn't actually understand what it was for. Well, she, um, it's been 70 years on the throne, which is um, pretty impressive. I mean, I it's the second most impressive time, actually, when a friend in high school told me he spent an hour and a half on the toilet oh, playing the Come Nintendo on. DS. <laughs> I'm like, geez, that's a long stint. Come on, mate. <laughs> 70 years, very long time, very exciting. Uh, mm. There was a lot of, I mean, Alicia Keys, I'm just reading here, was uh, changing the words of Empire State of Mind from New York to London. Uh, it's not the cleanest parody I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> London. London. No, it's certainly not, is it? I'll tell you what I did read, mm. which I found interesting. Five soldiers fainting. Oh, God. During the whole Jubilee, no one knows why five different soldiers fainted like on their backs, well, on the steps. Probably because of the heat wave in London. It got up to 25 and they just, they can't really handle that over there. Well, look, what I did see that did stand out, thank you very much to uh, some those with keen eyes, was a story that came out regarding the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee and a very special coin, Alex Dyson. That's right. A huge 15 kilogram gold coin was produced by the Royal Mint to mark the Platinum Jubilee. And this one stuck out to us because we are a fans of coins and dropping them. Um, but this one, 15,000 pounds. So what, about 30 grand worth of coin? And that would that would make one hell of a whack on the studio desk if we oh, were dropping it'd break, that. It'd break through <laughs> it, wouldn't it? I mean, this is a very impressive piece of metal. Uh, It's 8.6 inches wide. It's the largest coin that that particular mint has uh, ever produced, and it's 1,100 years. And And, uh, made by a private collector. 
who yeah, commissioned it by the mint, saying that um, as a long-standing customer of the Royal Mint, are we? Does that mean we're all customers of the mint? I've invested in a unique and interesting coin, marking moments throughout the Queen's reign that will remain in my family for generations. So there you go. Kind of seems like a weird thing to spend money on, doesn't it? <laughs> well, like I don't know. Like it's worth fifteen thousand pounds, apparently. Like that's the face value of it. The designs were approved by the Queen, etc., on both sides. But could you actually use it? And would you get change? <laughs> you know, like if yeah. you went in, you're if you like, had bought a car. And you gave them $100,000, it was only worth seventy, and they gave you this $30,000 coin back in change. Like, God damn it, some shrapnel for the wallet. Ugh. Uh, but we thought, given that we uh, coins were in the news, it was the perfect opportunity to... Drop that coin. Drop that coin here on Matt and Alex. Again, we've played, uh, we've had the World Championships here on All Day Breakfast before, but basically... Well, when was the World Championships? It was last year, I believe, where we had well, the... is it time to have another one? I don't know. Are we? Uh, is is drop that coin sort of like the Olympics, where it comes around every four years, like the World Cup, or is it no, a I sort of should, world champs every year well, kind of thing? I think about it quite seriously. Maybe we should just do. Maybe we should just have a whole. Interesting. All right. Well, sorry. I mean, we've got producer Ed just uh, opposite us here, and Ed's kind of probably like, uh, "This wasn't part of the plan." <laughs> But I didn't know what, if anything yeah, is part a, of the plan. A spontaneous world championships would <laughs> be pretty good. But l- let's let's think about that. But let's let's test the waters right now. Let's have the Australian trials with listener Dave, who's on the line. G'day, Dave. Gents, how are we? Very good, thank you. Are you happy to be our um, crash test dummy for the world champs of Drop That Coin? I mean, yeah, for sure. I'm a bit out of practice. So I don't really handle many coins these days, but... Um... That is a thing. It's becoming... Oh, all right, Dave. It's co- dropping coins Mr. is a bit Note like... man. Hey, like, just... I mean, you're like... You're, you're just... just uh, usually at the fruit and veg shop, are you? are just handling avocados and pineapples, mate. Oh, no, just off the phone. If you drop an iPhone, I'll know what that sounds like. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, what brand of phone is cracking on the <laughs> on this concrete? Um, but we thought, if you haven't played before, it's the perfect opportunity to start. Matt is going to drop an Australian coin... And uh, it's up to Dave to figure out which denomination is uh, is going to be hitting the desk. Are you ready for this one, Dave? Let's do it. All right. So I've got a coin in my hand. I'm not going to show you what it is, okay? I'm not going <laughs> to show you what it is, but I'm certainly going to be moving the mic down to the desk and I'm going to drop it. We've got Dave on the line. Dave's going to give it a guess. Here we go. Uh, Matt O'Kine. i got to give myself room. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Move the keyboard out of the way. Make sure it can't roll anywhere. Can't have interference. No okay, inter. here we go. <clears throat> in three, two, one. Drop that coin! Ooh. Wow. Ooh. It's powerful, isn't it? Like, I felt something. I felt that as well. Uh, Dave from Sydney, what did you feel there? Um, yeah, no, it sounded heavy. It sounded thick, and it sounded like gold. I reckon it was a, a $2 job. Are we going to reveal it right now? I think, Matt, you got to reveal it right now f- for Dave and the people. It's a $1 coin, oh! Dave. I'm very sorry. It's no! a $1 coin. could hear that gold. You were in the so right areas. Close, mate. I tell you what, your eardrums were pretty close there, Dave, but unfortunately uh, you got that answer wrong today. But thank you very much for joining us. No worries. I bet it was tails, though. <laughs> Did you see what it was, Matt? It was actually tails. I do have to admit, yeah, it was tails. All right. So you're part of this psychic gang too. Okay, fair enough, Dave. 
Well, look, thank you very much. And look, to you listening, watch this space because I reckon it's about time we tested the minds and the ears mm-hmm. and the and the and the the hearts of our listeners one more time around Australia, and we might we might be ramping up for another world chance very soon. So thank you very much, Dave. Thank you, boys. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Well, they're interesting places, Alex Dyson, um, and I'm talking about aeroplanes. Ah, the old aeroplane. Yeah, you get you get a real snapshot of. Society, uh, all crammed into one tube. Yeah, I caught one the other day. Did you? And um, seat in front of me, people came to sit in to go, oh, sorry, I think this is our seats. And the guy's like, well, I don't know. It was in like 14B, emergency exit row, right? Oh, and the <laughs> person's like, oh. The flight attendant had to come and sort it out. It's like, oh, sorry, you're in um, row 26F. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I thought I was here in this seat with more leg room. Oh, no. Get, get confused between 14 and 26. Unbelievable. Uh, every time, I mean, you know, every time there's always someone someone in the seat that uh, they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I'd take someone who's, uh, you know, trying to nab a cheeky exit row mm. over a, a situation that I saw on a Jet 2 flight, which is a budget airline in Europe. I believe it is a uh, cheap English. <laughs> Not even Jet but... One. We're back at Jet Two. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. I've, I've flown quite a bit out of some of the cheaper airports in London, and I've, I've never even heard of Jet Two. So, was it a Jet Blue? Jet Two. Ryanair. They, I mean, those are the standards. Like, I mean, that's the one that everyone sort of makes fun of. A Jet Two took things to a new level. Um, so, this is the headline that I saw. Shocking moment passenger dragged off plane after urinating on his brother before fist fight. <laughs> it's a moment when you're there, <laughs> you're sitting on the flight, you go, I should have paid the extra <laughs> to avoid. Well, here's the thing, because you would say brothers and I would actually feel okay about that because it meant there would have been three people to take up the entirety of that row, you know yeah. what I mean? But obviously there's, well, there's one two brothers person. and then one person in the row <laughs> sitting there just with their head in their hands. Just oh, copping no. the splash back. So these guys have gotten on, all right, apparently before the plane took off, and here's the thing, apparently before the plane took off, there was a lot of chat from, you know, flight attendants being like, there's going to be issues here because um, they found an empty bottle of, vodka underneath the seats. They were having an argument, right? One was like so wasted he couldn't get up. And then the other one was like, no, you need to get up. I need to go to the toilet. And he was like, no, get up. And then they were like, well, if you're not going to get up, I'm just going to. I'm going to go right here. Yeah, exactly. And then so he went. And then, of course. That'll show him. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, are they midair at this point? Yeah. Then they had to. Then they, then of course stuff kicks off because then the guy who's getting peed on is like, nah, no thanks. Starts swinging, then his brother, who's peeing, starts swinging back, and oh. then it turns into a brawl. <laughs> then the flight attendants, obviously, you know, stressing out. They report to the captain. The captain then has to make a emergency stop. So they were going from London to Crete, right? And because of this situation, then had to get delayed by almost four hours. Everyone, the whole plane, they had to detour. 
and stop off uh, to Corfu. I don't know where Corfu is. Hold on. <laughs> Where's Corfu? Okay, Corfu's a Greek island, so I mean, it's not the worst place to get uh, <laughs> suddenly stranded, but there's another Greek island. So they get, they get stranded for four hours off Corfu while the police then take everyone off. Then there was a lot of people who got stuck in their holiday situation, so they yeah. had to spend another extra day at Crete with the airline having to pay for another round of hotels for everyone. Yep. They finally got there. Anyways, land, you know, dry and ready to ready to go. That's the thing with brothers. It's a real on-off relationship where, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's probably they're having kick-ons, <laughs> yeah. which led them to get kicked off. <laughs> and the guy who was pissed on got pissed off. You know, it's like this big old mess of these brothers anyway. You can't do it. Hit us up with your sibling stories um, at matt.n.alex on Instagram. <laughs> if you've got something that's rivaled, what dramas? Just let us know your dramas. I remember a, a set of brothers, some twins, having a fight in the locker room at about year seven, and <laughs> one of them did a, like, wrestling DDT off the windowsill on the <laughs> brother. Everyone's like, it's, it's, it's all going <laughs> These on These guys go, go harder than anyone else. Yeah, well, um, we hope you're having a, a safe... <laughs> A safe day, safe landing wherever you are. We hope that you get to your destination. All day breakfast. All day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, there's two types of people. <laughs> and uh, what I learned in the last couple of days is that there's more of one type of person than there is the other. What percentages are we talking here? 73.6% uh, <laughs> is one type of person and 26.4% is the other type of person, which I will I will say that I'm glad that it hit the over the 25% mark that at least one half of this conversation is more than a quarter of the people. Okay, are this are you in two, the 25%? I will get to that, okay? <laughs> now, this is 2,200 votes. Sometimes when you put something on Twitter, you just ask a simple little question. Mm-hmm. Then you think, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, go do whatever, right? You walk away from your phone a little bit. Next thing you know, uh uh-oh, dem notifications. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, you get on a flight to South Africa. (laughs) 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 So I asked this question on Twitter. I was cooking spaghetti at the time. Literally at the time, I I just think, oh, I wonder if this is what I've been doing my whole life is right or not. So I asked. Add oil to your boiling pasta water? Yes or no? Right now. Oi, Ed. Okay, our producer Ed is sitting here shaking his head already. Enough. All right. Now, I thought the answer was yes, and here's why. I thought it might help the (laughs) pasta not stick to itself. All right. Yes, I have hosted a cooking show. Yes, I do have a cookbook that's related to that cooking show. Mm -hmm. I just thought that that was the thing. Suddenly, all right. I'm copping some serious heat, all right? Jackson Langford, all right? You might know Jackson Langford, you know, a journalist, right? He's, he's at me. He says this, you were on fire this week with your food takes, and I mean that in the most negative way. <laughs> yeah, because right? I think I guess you didn't necessarily say which side of the argument it was on, but the way <laughs> the question was framed made everyone go... This so, guy adds oil to his boiling water. <laughs> Lav Badge, right, says, sorry, are you Kendall Jenner or what? <laughs> right? Jade LaFlay says, salt bruv. I don't know if you this listen to the A1 uh, hip-hop potties. Um, Jack Stein, Rick Stein's son. <laughs> 
just says butter. Like there's no, that's it. You don't need anything else, right? And one of the most vocal people on this matter who sent me side messages, right, outside of this. <laughs> who took this offline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was one Mel Buttle. Now, Mel Buttle is with us right now. Mel, talk us through your perspective of when I asked the question. What went through your mind? I wanted to throw my phone at the wall, Matt. Um, <laughs> a lot of anger came up for me because, as you mentioned, you've done a cooking show. There's yeah. a cookbook yeah. and you're out here cooking pasta like some first-year uni student who's <laughs> just got no idea what's going on. Blows my mind. Um, well, but do you think Matt should be laughed out of the kitchen, Mel? Yes. Mm. How emb- I mean, how embarrassing to even think he might be right. Well, no, <laughs> no. Okay, 25%, 26.3% of people thought I might be right. One okay, in four people are putting oil in their water. To be fair, yeah, 24% of people. And to be fair, you immediately replied with, what's wrong with you? And it did get 23 <laughs> likes, which is not a bad result because it got more likes than my actual post. But, <laughs> Mel, okay, so you then took it offline and uh, and you had your own opinion about this. Now, what makes you, all right, host of Australia's Great Bake Off, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. all right, where yeah. things go in the oven, but what makes you, how do you know all of this stuff? Um, I guess while we're filming The Great Australian Bake Off, I have a lot of downtime to talk to Australian treasure Maggie Beer and top chef <laughs> Matt Moran, and they <laughs> they throw some big tips around. Matt, that I've passed on to you so you can further prevent from shaming yourself and your family on the internet. <laughs> okay, you've, you've presented a pretty good argument here. <laughs> um, yeah. One person. Did you, uh, me, have you talked to Maggie Beer about this, Mel? And if, if not, what do you think Maggie might say about the, um, the revelation that Matt O'Kine, host of Shortcuts to Glory, is a dirty water oiler? I would not mention it to her at this age. She's a bit vulnerable. <laughs> And I wouldn't want to worry you. (laughs) (laughs) She's been through too much in her life to bring this to her now. Okay. So one person called Joel Duncan on the internet said, this is what you do. Salt the water, boil the water, cook the pasta, drain the pasta, oil the pasta, then sauce the pasta, optional. Couldn't be more wrong. Okay. So, okay. So you tell me, Mel, what is, this is the definitive thing and we're taking it from Mel Buttle. Mm. Host of Australia's Great Bake Off and comedian, journalist. champion judge of Australia's Got Flatulence from <laughs> yeah, N- Nally Sorte Breakfast. All right, Thank you. so what 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 do, what do we do, please? You make the water salty like the sea. You put more salt in there than you oh, think you need. God. Okay, <laughs> you get it to a rolling boil. There, not just like oh, is it nearly there? If you've got questions about if it's boiling, it's not boiling. Then you put your <laughs> pasta in. You bring it up to the boil as quickly as you can. I pop the lead back on, maybe 20 seconds, until it's back up at that rolling boil. Then I stir it lots and lots and lots with a fork and it does not stick together and I, I, that is just not a problem that I've ever had, mm. Matt, and I don't know what you're doing. Fettuccine gets me, okay, but let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so then then once you, so it's back to the boil, you're stirring it, you're stirring it, you're stirring it, yep, then what? Yep, Um. Then I test if it's al dente, by taking out a little strand or a little piece and I make sure it is preferably under than overcooked, I will drain the pasta. I reserve a bit of the pasta water, okay? That's going into the sauce with the pasta. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. The starch from the pasta water helps bind and thicken the sauce. You think okay. it would water it down, but it actually has the opposite effect because it's very starchy water. Good tip. The pasta then has a big swim in the sauce for a long time. Around it swims, and it finishes maybe one to two minutes of cooking in the pasta sauce. I put it on plates, and I wait for compliments, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All Incredible, right. Mel. All Look. right. We're going to give that a go. I haven't, I haven't done pasta water in the sauce before. That'll be oh, good. Yep, no, I, even I know that one. So, um, look, mm. Mel Bartle, thank you very much for, for, I mean, you know, basically treating me like a good piece of pasta, you know, not letting me get too cooked <laughs> on my own ideas, all right? So thank you. Uh, I've now seen the light. I can't wait to give it a go, and uh, we really appreciate it as always. What, what are you up to, by the way, before we let you go? Oh, I'm about to go and do a bit of Melbourne Comedy Festival Roadshow to towns like Port Macquarie, Coffs Harbour, things like that. Ooh. Ooh, in, okay. in my personal life, I want to put a basketball hoop up at home, but I don't own a drill. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well look, drill owners, get in touch. We'll see if we yeah. can hook you up with Mel Buttle. Check out Mel Buttle at Mel Buttle on TikTok and then at Melinda Buttle on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Thank you, Mel. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Hooroo, boys. Oh, my God, Matt just told me to press record. What's going on, man? Oh, my God. In the two minutes that I just talked to you, I just refreshed this Twitter link, the the Twitter thread that I was literally just talking to you about. The pasta, pasta sauce. I'm going to show you who just replied. Who? So Mel Buttle says, what's wrong with you? I say, I was under the impression that it stops the pasta from sticking. Someone, Patty, Patrice from Sinclair says... At Nigella Lawson, does putting oil in the boiling water do anything good? Nigella Lawson has replied. Replies. What'd she say? It doesn't. Oh! All right, so yes, she's team 73.6. But Nigella Lawson just replied to my tweets. How about about that? She thought you were an absolute idiot, but she replied (laughs) to the tweets. That's amazing. Nigella. Nigella Lawson thinks I'm an idiot. Yes. 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 What a great end to a great show of all day breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us here. It's been an absolute pleasure hanging out and we will catch you tomorrow. I'm going to like it. I'm going to like it. Yes, I am. I am an idiot. (laughs) Bye. Love you, Nigella. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.